Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa. And welcome to episode 2.9. It's been nine episodes so far. This has been a great season. I'm really thoroughly happy with what's been going on since the relaunch. Things have been running smoothly. We feel refreshed. We feel content. We feel ready. Um, It's been... It was a... We're still in the holiday season because we're recording this in December. Yes. It's been a rough holiday season so far. There's been a lot of shit me. going on. I'm ready to just go home. I'm telling you. I'm re- sorry. I know you're eating, <laughs> but I can't hear you, bitch. She's eating sushi right now. Listen, we're on hour three of this recording. I'm hungry. I but respect anyways, that. I'm, I'm ready to go home. Back to Ohio? Yeah. That'll be nice. I'm ready to get out of the city for a bit. Um, but before we get too long in our intro tangents here, we have a very special guest with us. You've seen her before on the Roommate Edition in Season 1. You've seen her just around us if you know who we are. Everybody, please welcome back to Keeping It Together, Kelsey Hoyt, our roommate. Hey. Hey. What's up, nerds? Welcome up, nerds? back, girl. We're happy to have you here. Happy to be back. It's going to be a really interesting episode today. We have a lot of cool shit to talk about. Um, so we'll jump right into our opening segment. You helped us kind of create this segment when we were doing our relaunch. You already know what it is. It is What's Your Struggle? You know what this is about. Talking about the lows of your days, that stuff that just pissed you off. Because So we need that area in life to vent. Um, and that's what this segment is about. So Kelsey... What's your struggle? My life. (laughs) (laughs) It's all my life. But first and foremost, it doesn't help going from the psychiatrist's office into a padded room. It doesn't make you feel (laughs) good about where life is going. For our listeners, we're in this new, um, very, very, very soundproof booth here at Gotham. It is beautiful, but it's literally a box that's padded um, with very soundproof materials, but it's a box and we have a door that shuts us in. So it's cool. Lovely. Now, so my struggle today is, I don't know, it's like certain offices or like if you make appointments and I get it's like crazy. It's the holidays. Everyone's trying to get in their last minute shit before they have to go see their family, which means they're happy drugs, especially before you go see family. Oh, for sure. For, For me, it's... um. I am I've been on Adderall since the fourth grade and because it's a controlled substance, um, you have to go once a month. Right. Um and there's nothing wrong with it. It just helps me stay more focused since I'm a little all over the place. But because For you it's helping. It's helping. And I think it's important for people to kind of air out and that it's like okay to be on stuff because there is definitely a stigma in this country that if you're on something, there's something wrong with you. But but if it's helping you, that's what matters. Exactly. So my struggle is that I've been on this forever and I have to go once a month regardless. And it's expensive and it's really disruptive, especially just because my appointments get scattered around. So right. I rushed here to be with you guys and I feel like... We uh, are proud of you. You made it, though. Yeah, I don't work out, but I realize my everyday activities, I'm running. Um, uh- I lifted a... Like, I lifted about, like, 50 pounds of groceries back to her apartment Damn, today. Damn, look at you go. I, um, yeah. It's a good struggle. It's a good struggle. It's like, it's like the New York City workout. Yeah. I feel like I'm always running everywhere as well. Oh, all the I time. I feel like that's just New York. All the time. And though. then having it's to carry like, bags of stuff everywhere. Yeah, carrying your shit everywhere with you. It's a whole vibe. 
No. So, and especially having those slow walkers, like there was this gorgeous, skinny, Uh, tall couple in front of me who was just leisurely strolling. And I'm like, I will beat you with this ham. Move. Goodbye. (laughs) I will beat you with this ham. And all of my groceries. (laughs) Damn. That's a lot. Sabrina, what's your struggle today? Um, I didn't really eat much today. That is, yeah, I really screwed up. Um, Because all I've eaten today before that little sushi roll I had was... A granola bar, an orange, yeah, that's and another and like that smash mellow, yeah, and then two. Cups I only of know coffee. that because she was eating it during the last session too. So We've been in here for three hours. I need a meal. I know that after this, like way later, we're having like a late Christmas dinner. Yeah, we are roomy but Christmas dinner. If you eat anything else, I will kill you after what I've Kelsey. been through today. <laughs> I am not joking. Kelsey. I'm going to get a small sandwich. No, you're not. You're, but do you know Kelsey. how much she's going to eat? I'm going to eat a lot of food. Don't you worry. And whatever we don't eat is all our lunch tomorrow. We're not eating until like 8 o'clock. I'm not going to make it to 8 o'clock. I will probably pass out on the ice rink. Okay? I will eat the food. Don't you worry. Kelsey, it's I'm going to eat all the food. Don't you worry about me. I'm holding out. <laughs> I'm holding out for you, Kels. Sandwich. We might have a roommate opening if Sabrina doesn't eat my full dinner. <laughs> <laughs> there might be an opening, an apartment. I'm going to have to bleep that out. I've been having a lot of fun of like bleeping things out of episodes. I don't know why, but I really enjoy editing and listening back. And it's like my favorite part because then we have like the part where it's like, hello, somebody messed up. Um, and that one was me, but it's cool. It's fine. Um, but let's get into today's shindig. Wow, nobody enjoyed any of my jokes there. It was great. I just got a lot of stares. <laughs> Listen, I'm fine. just annoyed. Y'all know that I like when I eat, I eat. Okay. Oh, I know you eat. Okay. Just want to um, get that out there. But uh, we brought Kelsey on for a very fun special episode that we hope becomes a recurring thing because it's just a lot of fun shit to talk about. Today, we're talking about conspiracy theories. There'll be background music at some point when I edit it in. Um, Why? I I think first before we actually start talking about some of the ones we want to talk about it, Kelsey, you brought this idea to us. Um, We obviously thought it was super interesting. Um, would love to hear from you kind of what, what you like about conspiracy theories, what you think of them and kind of the idea to bring on, bring it on in the show. Awesome. So first and foremost, I was a sociology major in college, which I do not utilize at all in my day-to-day life. (laughs) But anywho, um, it was a really great course. I like one of the courses we talked about is like, um, political sociology. And actually, you can learn a lot about a society based on conspiracy theories. It's really understudied, but there's a few really great papers out there kind of looking into like how um, a conspiracy theory can tell you a lot about like some of the issues that a society is facing mm. um, in particular, especially like when there's a lot of conspiracy theories. They said it's more like when there's a there's a power vacuum where like power is allotted mm. to a very small group of people and a lot of people are feeling kind of disconnected and frustrated with where they're at in life and society. And it's really interesting because there's a multitude of conspiracy theories going around, but most popular going on right now, as we know, is Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's every meme out there. It'll be like something funny. You'll be like, oh, and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Exactly. So I think let's start off with some listeners who maybe don't know who Jeffrey Epstein is. Kelsey, would you like to give us a little background? So if you were living under a rock for the past year, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein is a billionaire who was found guilty of having a island with underage children like it was human trafficking. It was a child pornography ring. It was truly mm-hmm. awful. And what's really awful about this is it was a lot of people who are in positions of power, whether it's like financially or politically, who are going to this island. Like you see these pictures of people with Epstein and everyone's like, I didn't know you was doing that, man. But everyone's like, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, but sure. The, yeah, it's whatever. Um, but the thing is, what's really interesting about this, and you'll see like in the news, even with past, like if you go really back and farther in time, because conspiracy theories have been around for a long time. But oh, like, Yeah. For a long time. And a lot of them were made about, like, minorities and, like, indigenous peoples because it was easier, like, to have those theories go around to kind of justify, especially, like, back with, like, when people came to America and, like, they – Right. It was – so it was normally used to marginalize people or, like – um, excuse certain policy. But here it's interesting to see because as we know, like the wage gap has grown in America, like mm-hmm. after the 2008 recessions mm-hmm. when the Wall Street bankers didn't pay for anything of what they did right. after tanking the economy. People are really fed up with people in power who have obscene amounts of money getting away with practically murder. And I mean, basically, that's what this Jeffrey Epstein was doing. And thankfully, he got caught. He got arrested. He went to prison. But the conspiracy theory has obviously been coming out of the fact that Jeffrey Epstein supposedly died while in prison uh, and it was a suicide. Is that that what- everyone was saying it was a suicide. But the thing is, what's so sketchy about this and what everyone is like, come on, is first and foremost, um, he was under 24-hour surveillance. And that includes both video and guards. Right. For the time where he died. There was no video surveillance. and All of a sudden. All of a sudden. And there were no guards. And now there are guards coming into question. You'll see a lot of news headlines that the people who were monitoring are coming under fire for this because it's right. like, I don't know. It's just like, it's very, like, this would be like, you always think they're like, oh, it's a coincidence. But like in this situation, it's like, a, this doesn't how seem like likely a coincidence. is this coincidence? And I think... Normally, like, I don't think America would be as outraged, but, like, the amount of people whose lives, like, he interrupted, and he did something absolutely awful, and people wanted justice for that, and it's, like, even... Right. Like, even if he did kill himself, that was his way of kind of taking that away from them, too. Yeah. So... But I wanted him to pay his time. Yeah, his time. Isn't it, like, the whole conspiracy, though? I feel like there's something else behind it, too, that there were a lot of people who are in power who knew that they were going to get in some deep shit. Right. They they were involved deeply with what he was doing. Like, a lot of people currently in our government. Well, Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, like, you'll see, and it's really interesting to see, like, how this has become a partisan issue, too, because if you look on the right... Everyone's blaming the Clintons. And if you look on the left, everyone's blaming Trump. And what's really interesting is coincidentally, both the Clintons and Trumps interacted with Epstein. Yeah, that's what's crazy enough is that I personally just enjoy the memes of it. But just from reading a lot of different articles, there's just no absolute way it was a suicide. It just yeah. well when they it did doesn't, doesn't when they up. revealed the body. What was it? His ear, his nose that they showed. It oh, didn't it match a, him. It, it didn't match him. And the fact is, normally when someone's dead, they cover him in a sheet to wheel them out in front of the public. 
they wheeled him out of the wheelchair just as is. So everyone got photos of this body, which is really unlikely. And, like, if you saw, like, with Michael Jackson's death or any other high-profile death, yeah. you don't see the body. Because like, it's horrifying. It is. And it's, like, it's not something TV normally allows. Like, there's right. so many rules for that. And I also want to disclose, too, though, is, like, conspiracy theorists, like, if you look um, – oh, my gosh, what was his name? He used to do, like, this talk and he got, like, blackballed and he was all conspiracy theories. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. I can't think of his name right he, now, but wait, I know who you're talking about. He, he used to have, like, this segment, like, on Fox and he used to have this podcast and then Facebook canceled him and then yes. Twitter. Ah, oh, this is killing me. But granted, what he was talking about was so outrageous. It yeah. just was never, ever even a possibility. And the thing is, conspiracy theories, like, granted, there is some – there's sometimes truth in conspiracy theories, they are just theories. And a lot of them can go out of control and you should take them at full value. But it's really interesting to study and look into them to see how, like, what is going on in society and why people are giving it this much attention. Like, it's been, like, it's normally news because of this administration. Right. We don't have time to really focus on anything because there's always another breaking headline where you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) So, So in your opinion, what do you think this whole conspiracy theory around Jeffrey Epstein represents about our culture and society right now in America? I think it's just a it's a huge political divide plays into it big time. It's the fact that the middle class has been really kind of neglected and kind of screwed over by both parties. Like no one has really been there for them. And I think it's just people are overall fed up with people in power um, getting away with things like, um, for example, with what happened with Wells Fargo a few years ago. Oh, yeah. They were um, the high managers were opening bank accounts in people's names without um, consent. And um, people were furious and angry. And instead of firing the people who put these policies in place, which caused this illegal action to happen, the managers got fired and they had no say in it. And the same action, because basically they stole from people, is like if some a Wells Fargo cashier took a handful of bills um, and was caught on camera, they'd be in jail. Right. They stole at a higher level, more damaging, and they just get a slap on the wrist. So and I it's think insane. It's, and it's insane. It's not fair. And I think it's just like we're starting to see times change where people are just kind of over it. They're mm-hmm. just it's like oh, very very over. It. Well, speaking of that, leads into the next conspiracy theory we want to talk about. More so about the woman I want to talk about. Um, Greta Thunberg. Mm-hmm. There's obviously the big conspiracy theory going around right now about her that she's a time traveler because of that photo from the 1800s that it was the 1800s or I think it was the 1800s and I don't know like if it late was docked- 18- it was the late 1800s it was like 1890 or something like that and I don't know how doctored that photo is because you'll see a lot with these conspiracy theories especially the ones that are more outrageous about celebrities it's oh like, they edit them they, those photos so you see much. like Bigfoot like the National Enquirer like makes all of its sales off oh, this crap yeah. <laughs> again that's why you have to take all of these conspiracy theories and remember that they're a theory. But my point being, you have a woman like Greta Thunberg right now who is a climate control activist. I mean, just she's 16 years old. She's really making strides. She was just named Times Person of the Year, which which was massive. Did you guys see on Twitter that Donald Trump like made fun of her? Yeah. For that. What does that tell you about our president? Our president who is 70 something years old, who is so bitter about not winning Times Person of the Year, which first of all, for what? For what? What would he win for? <laughs> um, he's so bitter about not winning it that he gave hell to a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was that thing where she, like, made faces behind him or whatever at, like, some 
political thing. She's also 16 years old. But she's 16. You do shit like that when you're 16, not when you're 70-something years old. Exactly. I just think it speaks to more of, like, this girl's a, she's a total badass. Like, I mean, doing all this at 16, it totally makes a person in their 20s being like, what the fuck am I doing? I know, literally. (laughs) I'm like, damn, she's time person of the year, and I am here. But she cares, and she's really, like, I think anybody who kind of gets into that spotlight, because you even saw the kids who were protesting after the Parkland shootings were getting oh made God, fun of. Yeah. So the thing is, it's like we're in a really intense political climate. Like we live in really interesting times. Well, it's been <laughs> the most intense in you so, know years. But like it, we have to think too back historically. Like it's U.S. history has not always been like a fun. Like clean ride. Like there's always been crazy stuff going on, but of course not. Look at the fifties, the forties, sixties, seventies, eighties. I think it's because the eighties and nineties were pretty. Like there was still like the Cold War. There was still crazy stuff going they on. Were milder versions. They, they were, were very mild. mild. I feel like as we've gotten older, shit is just like hitting the fan, and somebody's just taking a bucket, and they just keep throwing more up there. Well, keep trying I, to collect it all, and they can't collect it. Well, and I think too, like to Trump's, like I would, I can't defend the man because I, I, I don't, I, but. Anywho, there's just like um, a lot of papers. I don't know if you saw that got released about what the war in Afghanistan and the awful things that the Obama and Bush administrations have done to cover up things. I think we're just facing a president who doesn't have a filter and doesn't keep things secret because like the Obama administration, the Bush administrations did really messed up stuff. They were just more articulate. And that's a lot saying for Bush because he wasn't the most articulate dude. But mm-hmm. like, it's really sad that the Trump administration makes you like go like, yeah, he might have been not, not that bad. But if you look like Green Day wrote American Idiot about Bush, mm. like there was like, I don't think the presidency is like a one person job personally. I think we do oh, need a parliamentary. I think before we go on a tangent yes. about politics, yes. to kind of circle back on Greta Thunberg and, and the conspiracy theory around hard time traveling, which yes. is one of the most absurd things to think of as a theory, right? Like, we obviously don't even think that's a thing. So what are your thoughts on this one coming to be? I mean, obviously, this photo of her looks I- almost identical to her, like literally almost identical. I think it's hilarious. Okay, oh, it's so, so funny. The reason I also follow conspiracy theories is just I think they're really funny. I feel like they're kind of like short stories and like kind of like alternate – like what if we went on alternate timelines mm-hmm. within reality? Oh, but, for full disclosure but to our listeners, we just find all of these funny. We don't take them very seriously. <laughs> it's very lighthearted fun. Like please don't think we're like obsessed conspiracy theorists who – This is not our beliefs. <laughs> no, it's just fucking hysterical. Except – I don't know the Epstein one. Like I kind of, I kind of believe that one. I'm I, just gonna put it out there. But like, I, I don't like want to poke around for but it. But I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna poke around for it. But it's just I'm not like poke around with that one. But I mean, it, it is one of those conspiracy theories where a lot of things don't add up. It is one that kind of does make sense as far as like the time traveler. That's kind of like, eh. It's like and all do, these outrageous ones. Do right? we do we think that she is from the future or she is from the she's past? from the past and she's come back? She's come into the future. That's what the whole conspiracy theory is because. She was in this photo in 1890, so they think she's time-traveling between years to warn people about climate change. I think that's so reaching (laughs) because, I don't know, like, she's coming from the past. Like, if she came from the past and, like, landed here. Well, I was reading more about these theories last night. (laughs) I was Saturday night by myself prepping for this episode. One of the theories out there is that she's actually from way late in the 
late 2000s, like coming up on 2100, and she's been time traveling throughout years to warn people about um, climate change. Well, there's actually— Because of what happened, I guess, in the next 100 years. But that's also super outrageous. And why would you get documented? It's really funny about that, like, now that you say that, because there's, like, there's also another conspiracy theory around. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was, like, early 2010s, I believe. There's a photo that went out with a man, like, similar, like, I think it was either 1800s or whatever. Oh, I remember And he's I holding his this. cell phone in this 1800s, and people are like, ah, there's a time traveler. And I think... I think that's more of a society, like, really aspiring that there is, like, a future out there with more intelligent life. I think that's also why people like believing yeah. in aliens because I think it's, like, an existential thing because if you really think about Especially it, Especially like, on the aliens thing, it's that whole comfort of knowing we're not alone. Exactly. Right? And like, that maybe there's bigger progress. There's stuff bigger than us going on that we don't understand. I just find it so hard to believe that we are the only planet in our whole damn solar system. Oh, in the I know whole we're galaxy not. that has I, life. I think I read no, an article the other day— that somebody like they they stated as to why we haven't heard of aliens yet, and it could be because the alien life forms they might not be as intelligent as we think they are, mm-hmm. and then also too when their climates like I think they were saying that with some of these planets they're like living underground because oh, yeah. the water sources are underground, so they're like living down in there, and that's why we're not seeing them when we go and we take pictures of these planets. True, true. That would make sense. So, but I, I really like, there has to be. See, a lot of what I've read has been kind of a mix of that, but also the mix of these aliens are too smart for us and they don't want to put up with our shit. And they're waiting for us to figure it out on their own before they reach out for contact. I think like, cause, and that kind of goes into like with religion and all this other stuff, cause everyone's just kind of looking for an explanation. And it's funny cause like, if everyone thought about like how the hell we got here every single day. It's like it's existential crisis day after day because like oh, it's so 100%. bizarre. It's so bizarre, and that's I feel like people get comfort from these theories just because it kind of grounds you and realize like maybe that, like because you got to make your own meaning out of life. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to the root of my anxiety. Where did I come from, <laughs> and where am I going? Because that is literally the root of my anxiety. You know what's another outrageous one to think about? The Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. That one's hilarious. That too. one's so funny. Who poor, really thought up that Avril Lavigne, the real Avril Lavigne, is dead and was replaced? The poor girl got Lyme disease and had to take a break from the music industry. That's rough, bro. And like, let her take a break. And people were convinced because people also believed the same thing for Britney Spears. That oh, Britney yeah. Spears, what? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. After Britney Spears <laughs> shaved her head. She was replaced. They think that the um, album she dropped with Piece of Me on there was a girl who sings just like her to cover for her while she was having her mental breakdown. So that's another theory. But I think those theories just come from like, I think they come from mainstream media because like it's like people want, it's like clickbait. People just want like these outrageous headlines. Yeah, you want people to read headlines. And so that's where I think like a lot of entertainment conspiracies come from it's just more of like if it the crazier it is it sells like i just bought a trash magazine when we flew back from la oh yeah and it was like um oh my gosh chris pratt and like that schwarzenegger chick and they're like they're divorced and you read the article i'm like they're not there's nothing about divorce in here like screw you you i know well it's like that conspiracy theory right now about juice world who i don't know who he is um but there's this whole one that he's still alive you know yeah. more about this, Sabrina. So I, I know more about this because I am an adult on TikTok. Um, <laughs> it's great. So um, if you haven't heard, a parent, uh, 
what what was this like last week? I, believe, I am the wrong person to ask. I, have I believe no it idea was. About this one. Well, when this comes out, it's going to be not last week, but I believe it was like last Friday. What was last Friday? Like December ninth, something no. like that. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't. I don't know. It was December. Okay, so Juice World. He is a musician. He was only twenty one, and he was like just up and coming. Wow, he was like just. Dude. He was just breaking into the Damn. music scene, and he does that song with Ellie Golding, "Hate Me." Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he um he had a seizure and he died in the Chicago airport. And uh, there's there's this conspiracy theory going around on TikTok right now that he's not actually dead. And the reason why they're thinking this is because TikTok will have like these trends where people like do like a dance or they'll like do like a lip sync thing to a song. And Juice World has a song called Lucid Dreams. And it's like this edit of the song where when he's singing it like like it glitches. Like it glitches for too long. Mm. And when the kids were, you know, lip singing to the kids. When when the kids were lip singing to the song, they would have water in their mouth, and when the glitch would happen, they would pretend to have a seizure. Whoa! And they would would, and they would do this like in front of another person, and like the other person they would like freak out, and it was all about seeing the other person's reaction. And then there's there was um, Oh my god. Yeah. That's so, awful. What this this was a trend. Gen before, Z is savage. Wait. <laughs> this was a trend before Juice World died. This was happening before he died. And then apparently 2 years ago Juice World tweeted on Twitter he was like, "Yeah, I just want to blow up really big, be famous for like a minute and then fake my death and go <gasps> be on like an island somewhere." So, a lot of these kids on TikTok they're picking up on this and they all think that like he went to Cuba or something, and he's currently with Biggie and Tupac because you know people don't think Biggie. I Tupac love that conspiracy it. theory that they're still alive, and I really hope that they are. So it's the same with one. Elvis too. Like they don't, El- they don't think Elvis died either. I know. So yeah, so that that's that big one. That's that's going a on right fucked now. up trend on TikTok to pretend to have a seizure. Who does that? Well, it was like children was, with access to cameras. It was like it was Ugh, like they children are stupid. They would have like water in their mouth and the water would go everywhere. But that's it, so disrespectful though. But it was before it happened. It was it was before he died. This this was a trend like maybe a month ago. So a month before he even died. And I the mean, fact that regardless. he died of a seizure and before the seizure he had no previous history of having um. seizures. It, it it is a little bit. It is something to think about. Like, did this dude really just fake his fucking death? And he's like, "Peace out." No, and it's cool. interesting because like you see our generations, um, millennials down. Our sense of humor is a lot darker. It's like kind of like Dadaism. Like, but back but in the depression, but faking a seizure is not just like dark humor. That's fucked up humor. That's making fun of people who have medical conditions. Like, I'm sorry, you will never see me get behind any of that shit. Oh, absolutely don't not. Like, don't get me wrong. The connection between the two is obviously weird. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to think about with it. But that's fucked up on a, a generation to fake a seizure. But welcome this- to Gen Z. Because good thing I'm. Not a part of that. Being, being on TikTok, I'm like, what the hell is happening with this next generation? First of all, do they know this every... stuff doesn't go away? No, they, it doesn't they get don't. deleted. They ever. Don't. These girls are like on TikTok. They're posting conversations with like their friends, exposing their friends for like oh uh, that story time cheating thing. on like uh, like their their friends are like sleeping with their boyfriends and like 
they're putting out a lot of information on there, and it's not just their information. Like, they're telling secrets about other people. But, like, the thing is, like, we don't want to fall under this trap like our parents. Like, we did this stuff, too. We just didn't have the technology to, like, well, document right. it. Well, right, but that's the thing. <laughs> we didn't have the technology. And, I mean, my thing, when we did get that technology, I was also super careful about what I was posting because— I was being told what you're posting is never going to get deleted. Oh, my parents yeah. would, would tell me that, like, if I posted anything on the internet, like, like when I was that age, they're like, someone will find you and they will kill you. Like, yeah, that's what I was My mom watched too. way too much Dateline. That's, that's <laughs> what I I will say the one nice thing about technology, it's so saturated now, it is actually pretty hard to find some shit. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, like, the thing is, what's great, too, especially with, like, um, social profiles, like, if you Google me... Like, you don't really find anything, and I've totally went out of my way to make sure that was same a thing. <laughs> same. Damn. And there's a lot of Kelsey. So I think before we kind of close this episode out, because we're coming up on time, and I hate that this is a short episode, and it will be continued eventually later this season. Yes, we will have a Conspiracy Theories Part 2, because I just feel like there's a lot more we there's can talk about. There's so many more I want to talk about, but Kelsey, from your perspective, what do you think the Juice World Conspiracy Theory is hinting at with our society? I think it's just, like, our generation's version of Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> like, I think that's just it. Like, people don't want to accept that, like, another rapper has died. We've lost so many. Like, the opioid crisis and, among other drug crises are huge. <sighs> the one huge. that hit me still to this day is Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. And there's so many conspiracy theories about him, too. But I loved Mac Miller. I cried so much when I heard that news. Like, um, I wept. I literally wept. But I think it just shows, like, the, um, especially people who haven't grown up famous, because um, they kind of have that network of, like, parents and supporting them. I right. think it's, like, famous. Like, it de- it totally detaches you from society. Like, be having to go to a job, not having, like, um, you just, I think people our age, if someone gave me $2 million, <laughs> no, it would be gone already. No, it, it, pay off all my credit card debt. No, and then but like go the thing is, like you do what you want, and there's nothing grounding you to the rest of society. Once right. you lose that, like once you become out of touch and you have all that money and power, it's like mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. lot. And in it his gets case, to your head because there's a lot of other influences that can come in and influence you to make those bad decisions. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. So I think the big takeaway with all this is is be careful with power and money and. Be careful with what's coming in your life and don't let it overrule you so much. And substances like take, yes, take everything with a grain of salt. Facts. Yep. And remember that they are theories. They are theories. They are fun to listen to. They tell little. There's little grains of t- truth that come out of them occasionally, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's just overhyped and it's meant. It's like an entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. Well, unfortunately, we have to close this episode out because we are in our third hour of recording in the studio and we have exactly a minute left before we are kicked out. Um, We're sorry to cut this one short, but Conspiracy Theories Part 2 will be coming very soon here in Season 2. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're excited to continue the conversation with you later in the season. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. Well, guys, once again, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for Episode 2.10. Keeping it together. I'm sure it's what it takes to stop me going under. Stop the thunder at my door. Oh, yes, it's true.